Hello, hello, hello. And top of the morning to you this morning on this thankful Thursday. You know, this morning when I rose, I didn't have no doubt that God would take care of me and that God would provide for me and that God would lead and guide me all the way. How many of you really woke up believing that God would take care of you? I tell you, I tell you on this beautiful, thankful Thursday, today, 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 and you know today is all we have because yesterday is in the past and tomorrow is not promised. But today, 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 in the presence of God, I tell you when he woke me up this morning, You know, sometimes God, he just walks with me and he talks with me. And sometimes he just talks with me about so much until my cup just runneth over. You know, initially when he woke me up this morning in the spirit of thanksgiving, and then my spirit transcended from coming out of the presence of God and being thankful And it moved into, I went to thinking about families. And then I went to thinking about the podcast of part three of Deliverance. And I said, oh God, you know, I just truly thank you that you are a God who look beyond our faults. Aren't you glad that God looks beyond your faults? Because we know people don't always look beyond our faults. But we serve a God who looks beyond our faults. The things we say that we should not say. The things that we think even that other people don't know. But God know that that's a a thought that we should have cast down. Because the Bible says cast down wicked imaginations and everything that exalted itself above the word of God. You are now tuned in to WDGS. 333 on your podcast station. I am your host, Alfreda, bringing you the most. And when I tell you today, when I came on in what I call my my prayer and study and meditation area, my exercise area, you know, God provided me with the exercise room. And in this room, I don't just physically exercise, but I spiritually exercise the works and the and, and the muscles in my spirit. How many of you know that it's important to exercise your spirit? And one of the greatest exercises as I came in here this morning, after I got off the prayer line, God kept start, he changed, he changed some more things in me. And he began to bring me to prayer. He said, on this thankful Thursday, and, and, and it's such an important time in our lives for prayers. You know, with all the things that go on in the world, things that are on the news, things that are in our everyday life. Because as we commute to and fro, we never know. As I can say sometimes, people leave home every morning and they leave with expectations to return. You know, one of my daughters called me yesterday and uh, the day before, and she was sharing that with me. She said somebody had left home, and she said, and they 
didn't return home. They were in a car accident or something tragic happened. And she said, and, it's, and I thought about, it's like I heard your voice say, I'm sure when they left home this morning, oh my God, they left with the intent to come back. How many of you know, we never know what today may bring. So as I came in my exercise room to exercise my spiritual muscles, the Lord began to speak with me about prayer. And you know, I have a little book from years gone by, actually uh, with some four words by Charles Stanley. And I want to read these words. It say, if you could actually see changes taking place as a result of your prayers. Now we see changes taking place as a result of our prayers. He writes, wouldn't you be motivated to pray more often about more things? Wow. More circumstances and more people. Do you realize that God responses to our petitions by releasing his supernatural power toward the objects about which you and I are concerned? God is always concerned about his children. Just like we are as natural parents. Or, or, or why, why would we not think God is not concerned about us? And sometimes, you know, now I'm, I'm not reading anymore, but I'm, I'm, I'm speaking from what I read. Because sometimes when we can't reach our children and we can't be there for them, especially as they grow into adulthood, we will send up prayers to cover them. And we will ask God to move in their lives supernaturally. Now, we being children of God, oh my God, why would we not think when we take our prayers and request to God that he won't do the same for us? He will move for our lives. Oh God, I thank you this morning. Now, back to what I was reading. If we really pray, God moves in answer to our prayer. The Bible says the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man can accomplish much and avail it much. So I just want this morning to just quote a few prayers from the Bible to encourage and inspire someone that's listening today. And hoping that it will help you to pray, to pray more with power for every entry in your lives. And that God would demonstrate, oh, in your natural life, the things that you have need of. Even some of your things that you want and the things that you delight yourself in, in God to desire. The power of prayer. In the life of a man or woman or even a child. Because I remember a couple of years ago, my granddaughter, she was, oh, I think she was three. And she was saying, we they spent the night on the weekend, she and her brother. And, and they were saying, they said, well, we have to say our prayers at night. And so her brother, 
he kind of said a little bit and she wanted him to say more. She said, say, I pray, I pray, I pray. So even I'm just saying the prayers in our life of men or women or children in the Bible, children prayed in the Bible. I think about Joseph. I think about David. I urge you to follow these examples that the Bible give these few that I'm going to read today and make prayer a daily exercise. Oh my God. Thank you, Jesus. You can read prayers from the Bible and then you can engage in praying with power with other people or by yourself. But I am here to declare and decree that I believe your life will be transformed tremendously when you take things to God in prayer. When we call upon God in prayer, not just in the day of trouble, because we know as children of God, he will deliver us. But when we call upon God in prayer, in good seasons, as well as not so good. Amen. You know, before I read this prayer, which are a couple of them, very powerful. As I open this little book, it's amazing. And I had to write this some years ago. And I laid it in this book. And it was uh, two things for Christmas for two of my daughters. And I put the name and ages, Christmas Needs. And one of my daughters, she was 17. She wanted an art an art writing pad. And the other daughter was 16 and she wanted a karaoke. You know, so I, I saw this and I remembered that Christmas. And I wrote down underneath it, I said, God, if it be your will, please give me the finances to buy these things for my daughters in your name. I said, or something better in a perfect way, at the perfect time, for the best. Not just those two, but for all of my children, as well as me. So be it, and thank you, Father. You know, and it's just amazing. I thought about that because we actually took pictures that Christmas. And, and God just blessed us with our overflow. Even then, and I didn't just speak the prayer. I wrote it down because those two daughters are in their 30s now. So that was years ago. So I tell you, and I just want to say right quick, this prayer that Abraham had. Abraham, it says, interceded. This is the power of even interceding for Sodom. And Abraham drew near and said, God, would thou also destroy the righteous people that was in Sodom and Gomorrah? That's a question mark. And pre-adventure, there be 50 righteous within the city. Would thou, excuse me, also destroy, destroy and not spare the place for the 50 righteous that are therein? That be far from thee to do after this manner, to slay the righteous with the wicked? And that the righteous shall be as the wicked? That be far from thee. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? And the Lord said, 
And this is, I'm sorry, this is Genesis chapter 21, verse 1 through 3. And the Lord said, If I find in Sodom 50 righteous within the city, then I will spare all the place for their sake. And Abraham answered and said, Behold, now I have taken upon me to speak unto you again, God, which am but dust and ashes. Oh, then he asked in an humble way. Pray adventure there shall lack five of the fifty righteous. Will thou destroy the city for the lack of five? And he said, If I find there forty and five, I will not destroy it. And then Abraham spoke again and he said unto God, Pray adventure there shall be forty found there. And he said, I will not do it for forty's sake. And he said unto him, Oh, let not God be angry. And I will speak. Preadventure there shall thirty be found there in Sodom. And he said, I will not do it if I find thirty there. Each time he asked God, God replied. And Abraham said, Behold now, I have taken upon me to speak unto the Lord. Preadventure, God, if there shall be twenty found there. And God said, I will not destroy it for twenty's sake. And Abraham said, Oh, let not the Lord be angry. And I will speak yet but this once. Preadventure ten shall be found there. And God said, I will not destroy it for the sake of ten. And the Lord went in his way as soon as he had left communing with Abraham. And Abraham returned unto his place. And it came to pass when God destroyed the cities of the plain that God remembered Abraham. And he sent Lot out of the midst of the overthrown city. And when he overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah, in which Lot dwelled, Lot and his family, oh my God, was spared. May God bless the hearer and the doer of his word. You know, Abraham was Lot's uncle. And they didn't have telephones. Oh, my God. But as the spirit of the Lord came upon Abraham, I hope you all get the power of prayer. Abraham began to intercede for his nephew. Oh, my God. He didn't send a message. He didn't send a monogram. He didn't send a telegram. He didn't use a telephone. That's the power of prayer. That's the power of the Lord. When the Lord God rested in Abraham's life and he quickened his spirit to show him what was coming upon that city where his nephew was living with his family, Abraham began to intercede. Oh, my God. And not this, he just interceded. I hope somebody got a comprehensive understanding that even when Abraham started out praying, he said, Lord God, if there be 50 righteous people, 
What you spat at City where he knew his nephew and his wife and, and, and family was. And then I guess Abraham had to think on that thing and say, oh, well, 50 might be a lot of numbers. Well, Lord, what if it's 40 people? Would you spare them? And he said, well, God, you know, pray adventure, I come to you again. What if it's 30 people? What if it's 20? He got down to 10. And see, sometimes even when we pray, oh, my God. Now, I truly hope somebody get this. Sometimes we'll start out praying and asking God for something. And we need to shift our prayers all because we get a reality check and say, mm, God, well, I don't know. You know, you, <laughs> that might be too many. Can I break it down some? Oh, Lord, that might be too much. Can you start out with just giving me a little bit? You know, maybe I started asking for too much. Oh, my God. I hope somebody be encouraged to pray. To pray and understand the power of prayer. Prayer changes things. On this thankful Thursday, I just like to say a quick prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, as we come before you on this thankful Thursday, Lord, we just like to thank you for all that you have done. Putting food on our tables, taking care of our families, keeping your arms around us and bringing us from a mighty long way. Lord, if we had to stand before you in the corners of justice right now, we don't even know if we will be able to stand because of the things we think, because of the things we feel, because of the things we say and because of the things we do. Lord, we know that we do things. We have presumptuous sins and secret sins and open sins. But Father God, in the name of Jesus, on this thankful Thursday morning, Lord, we ask that you look past all of our faults, Father God. And we thank you for embracing us because of our needs. Lord, we may need to show more love to be more compassionate, to be more considerate, to break down the walls and the barriers, Father God, to deliver us, Father God. And as people throw stones at us, Father God, we take those stones and we build we build walls instead of building bridges, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you this morning for every word and every thought and every deed that is good from the goodness of our heart. Because you said that's where it makes us rich and addeth no sorrow. And Lord, we ask, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that you continue to cover us throughout this day. That as we lead to go about our ways, whether you're in your car or whether you even at your home, we don't know what may befall in today, today, today. But Lord, we ask, Father God, that you keep us covered and shielded and protected throughout this day. Each and every one of us, as well as the lineage of our families. And Lord, we thank and we praise you. We thank and we praise you. We thank and we praise you on this thankful Thursday for everything that you have done, seen and unseen, in the mighty, precious, and holy name. Of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, the advocate to the Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, we say amen, amen, and amen. You all have a beautiful, blessed, thankful Thursday. And as always, may the blessings from heaven flow, flow, flow down into your life. Meet all of your needs. God, see your needs. May he meet your needs. Even your good wants. Oh, my God. And the things that your heart desires as you delight yourself in God. And may you continue to prosper naturally 
physically, spiritually, supernaturally, in all areas of your life. And may you be in good health, even as your soul prosper. Go in peace. Have a thankful, grateful, and thankful Thursday. And until the next podcast upload, peace out.